Welcome to the Magic in Moscato podcast. I'm your host, Jess Lynn, a single mama from a small town in upstate New York. I'm a former hustler who was drowning in debt turned money mindset, manifestation, and business coach. I help burnt out online entrepreneurs step into their full authentic purpose, take massive aligned action, and live their most abundant lives. You might be thinking, magic isn't real, and this girl is nuts. Well, my friend, you're 50% right. I'm totally wacky, but magic is 100% real. I've discovered my life's work and passion teaching the law of attraction, quantum physics, and spirituality through years of diving deep into the inner parts of my soul after hitting rock bottom and fighting my way to the top. I'm so excited to share some of this work with you too. So grab a glass and let's cheers to magic. Hello, hello, happy Friday. All right, I am live. I can see myself. Happy Friday. I will give it just a moment to catch up with the algorithm. Hop on and say hi. Let me know how your morning has been. The weekend is here. The weekend is upon us. I have a new (laughs) scenery for you guys today. Um... I'm loving my little sign. I was trying to figure out a way to make the sign light up without like literally like drowning me out. So I have a fun little setup going on in front of me that like none of you can see, but um, I rigged it perfectly. So uh, hi guys, comment as you're hopping on. Let me know you're here. Hello, happy Friday. So (laughs) this is part two of the I am a money magnet series where I basically am answering questions that I've gotten in my Facebook inbox, my Instagram inbox around money, the energy of money, what to do when we feel like we don't have a lot of it, scarcity mindset, abundance mindset, everything in between. So uh, yesterday I covered uh, basically how to attract money when you feel broke and I answered a question around someone who was $4,000 behind on their car payment and today I'm going to be answering a message that I got that read, so what about those of us in debt, like $10,000 from a recent divorce? Tips, tricks, do you touch on this anywhere? So. First things first is I am actually a money mindset and manifestation coach. Hi, Becca. Um, The whole reason I actually started this work is because of my um, history with scarcity mindset, consistently overdrawing my account and never ever feeling like I had enough, right? And so I actually have a lot of courses that are centered around money mindset, identifying your money blueprint, how to expand your money threshold, and how to basically become a money magnet. Um, But I'm also here just to provide a crap ton of value to my people because I truly believe that we can never do enough of that. Um, So today I'm going to be talking to you a little bit about the energy of money and how to actually shift your perspective around credit card debt. So hopefully today's podcast episode will be a little bit shorter than yesterday's because I actually covered a good amount of this on yesterday's live. So feel free to go back and watch yesterday's live if you did not already to get like a 
preface of what we're diving into today. Um, but what I'm going to start with is actually shifting the perspective. $10,000 is actually not a lot of money. Bear with me, okay? Everything is about your perspective, right? $10,000 to a multimillionaire, multi-billionaire is literally pennies, right? Expenses all relative. Hi, Sam. Thank you so much for tuning in. Expenses all relative. So to someone who is making multiple six figures, millions, billions, $10,000 is like a no brainer, right? But to someone who is drowning in debt, who is surrounded by scarcity, right? Because they're, because the story or the narrative that they're, that they're telling themselves is that they're surrounded by scarcity, right? It can feel really overwhelming, really, really, really overbearing. But in the grand scheme of things, $10,000 is actually not a lot of money. So we have to do the work to change the narrative and to change our paradigm, right? So to make the shifts within ourselves that begin to take the weight away from that money. Guys, it is simply just money. We give money the connotation that it's like the end all be all, right? Like, God forbid all of my money were to go away tomorrow. We literally give money weight. Money is simply energy. It is neither good or bad. Money does not flow to people who are, go that are, who are good or bad. It is a neutral resource. Money is simply a physical representation of a belief system. So if you believe that you don't have enough of it, guess what? You're not going to have enough of it. If you believe that you're always going to have enough of it, you're always going to have enough of it, enough of it. And if you believe that you're always going to have more than enough of it, guess what? You're always going to have more than enough of it. The work comes in getting your unconscious in alignment with your conscious thought pattern, right? So getting your unconscious belief system to fall in alignment with your conscious belief pattern, right? I have news for you guys. Fear is always going to present itself to you. There is always going to be something in your external reality that is going to mirror back fear and scarcity and lack to you because that is the human world that we live in. The work comes in making a quick shift in that moment and choosing to believe the opposite. Choosing to believe that what you, what you hold within yourself is always more powerful than the external reality that we have been conditioned to live in. Okay, so the work comes with switching the narrative around that. And a couple, a couple of things that I ask my clients when we're doing money mindset work, right? Because a lot of people have a very negative perception around debt. Why? Because we have been taught our entire lives that having a lot of debt is bad. So the, the first thing I ask them is, why do you actually feel like debt is bad? And a lot of times they will actually give me reasons that are not their own. Well, because my parents said that debt was bad, because I learned in school that debt was bad, because like Dave Ramsey says that it's bad, right? They are giving me reasons that are not their own. They are literally giving me rules that other people have lived by. And so then I ask them again, what is actually going to happen that's bad because you have debt? Okay, so the second question is, what do you actually think is bad that's going to happen because you have debt? And a lot of times <laughs> there's, they will speak it out loud. And as soon as they speak it out loud, they're like, oh my God, like that's kind of silly, right? Because we have this idea 
that like if we have a lot of debt someone is going to come and find us like whoever they are right like it's like i don't know who they are but but someone is going to come and find me <laughs> because having debt is bad and so when we actually talk through the pattern that they've created around debt they start to realize that the narrative they've created for themselves is silly and so a really quick exercise that I would give my clients around scarcity and debt and one that I think really helps within the moment is to whenever you have some let's say like you get your credit card statement right and like your credit card statement has gone up or let's say you get your bank statement and you've overdrawn your account or let's say something happens that requires you to dish out a lot of money and all of a sudden you have that feeling in your stomach or in your chest or in your throat that immediately tells you oh gosh something bad is going to happen right it's just a thought and so instead of focusing on that i want you to ask yourself the opposite is everything in my physical reality right now okay? In this moment right now, am I safe? And then take a few quick, not even quick breaths, a few deep breaths, okay? Like I literally will breathe in for four, I will hold that breath in for seven, and I will breathe out for eight. And I'll do that three times. So I will ask myself, and this is something I have my clients do as well, in this moment right now, in my physical reality right now, am I safe? Do I have everything that I need to survive right now in this moment? And the answer to that is always yes. And so then I will take a big deep breath in, I will count for four, I will hold it for seven, I will breathe out for eight until my body is back to equilibrium. Because here's the beautiful thing about energy. <laughs> Money is energy and we can't manifest more energy if our, if our body, our human body is completely filled up with negative energy. It's resistance and it causes constriction and we cannot receive abundance if our entire space is filled up with negative energy you have to clear that negative energy come back to equilibrium and be open to receive okay so that second thing is really asking yourself what is bad about or sorry the first question is why do you actually feel debt is bad and then the second part of that is what is going to happen that's bad because you have debt and then the third question that i like to ask everyone when we're doing money mindset specifically around credit card debt is if you were to die tomorrow, and I know this is a morbid question, but it is an important one. If you were to die tomorrow, what would matter more to you? The experiences that you were able to have because of that credit card debt or having $3,000 in your bank account. If you were to die tomorrow, what would mean more to you? Having lived life because of the experience experiences that that credit card debt allowed you to have or having three thousand dollars in, in the bank guys we can't take it with us okay and usually when i ask that question all of a sudden they're like oh my gosh i never thought about it that way right and now i am not sitting here saying go up and carelessly rack up credit card debt right like i am absolutely by no means saying that but there is a time and a place for everything there was a time in my life where all I could rely on was an open credit limit, right? An open line of credit. And I would fill up that credit card space and I'd pay it down a little bit and I'd pay it down just enough to where I'd have to rack it up again. But there were also times where there would be a trip that I wanted to take or a course I'd want to invest in. And I had to really get clear with myself and I had to ask myself, if I were to die tomorrow, will this have been worth it? And if the answer to that was always yes, I would make the investment. 
we make it a bigger deal than it actually is. We are the ones that give credit card debt the negative connotation. If you actually drop within and evaluate your own belief system and ask yourself those questions around your credit card debt, what you're going to find is a lot of the reason why you think it's bad is because other people have told you it's bad and not because it actually is. So do that work to shift your perspective on it. Shift your, pers your perspective, you change your story, change your story, you change your life, okay? And here's the beautiful thing about taking the weight off of credit card debt. A lot of us have been told that if we have credit card debt, it means that we were careless with our money. I'm here to tell you the opposite. There are a lot of people out there that actually are not able to get credit cards. Having credit is a reward for being good with your money. Credit is an opportunity and a gift to pay things off over time. And a lot of people say to me, well, oh, yeah, but you know, it's great that I could, you know, pay this $1,000 off over the course of a year, but then it's really $1,500. And I say to them, okay, when you, when you have a multiple six-figure business, seven-figure business, eight-figure business, let's say you're a multimillionaire, is your multi-million dollar self going to be worried about that five, that extra $500 in interest? Probably not. But if that extra $500 in interest allowed you to have that experience that your heart and soul desires today, and you don't physically have the actual money in your bank account today to have that experience, but you have the credit to do so, would it be worth it? Usually the answer to that is yes. Because when you're making millions of dollars, and I'm not saying that we're not grateful for our money, we celebrate our pennies and we honor our money and we honor the integrity in which we spend our money with. But when you are a multimillionaire, you're not gonna be worried about that $500 in P&I that you had 10 years ago on your credit. We make it a big deal, right? But we've been conditioned to leave, excuse me, I got to take a sip of this, I'm thirsty. Oh, I was talking so much. Okay. But we've been conditioned to believe that if we have a lot of credit card debt, it means that we've spent money carelessly, that we've spent money aimlessly. No, having credit card debt, having, having credit, let me rephrase, is a reward for being good with your money. The bank is literally saying, hey, you're killing it. Here's a line of credit. Celebrate it. Having credit is an opportunity to pay things off over time. Stop focusing on it. The more you focus on the debt being there, the focus being debt, the more debt you're actually going to accrue, right? And so I, I, I went more deeply into that on yesterday's episode, so go back and listen to that. I'm going to use an example from my own personal experience. I was the first person in my family to go to college. I came from a lower middle class income family. So I, I worked my butt off in high school. I, I had a belief system around money that you had to work really, really hard for not a lot of money. Okay. And <laughs> that's what led me to this work, right? Because I was literally like working two, three jobs, 70 to 90 hour weeks. Literally, I would drive home on weekends in college to go work. Okay. I had a belief system that I had to work really, really hard for not a lot of money, okay? I grew up in an upper, uh, I'm sorry, a lower middle class income family. So I was also the first person in my family to go to college, but I knew that my family wasn't going to be able to pay for my college. So I was going to have to either pay some of the way myself or take out college loans. When I got into college, my family celebrated it. They were so excited. I was so excited, right? 
And so we took out the college loans without even thinking about it, right? Because you take out the college loans because that's what you do because college is a good thing. So you take out the loans and you go to college and you do the thing, right? And so you celebrate it. And then you go and you get your degree, whether it's a two year or four year, six year, whatever it is that you're doing. And then when you're done and you're, they're done being deferred, then you start paying them, right? And so I set up my payment plan and I just started paying off my student loans. And it was just something that just came out of my account, like a car payment, like a mortgage payment, like a phone bill, and I just didn't worry about it. Treat your credit card debt the exact same way. If your credit card allowed you to have experiences in life that you wouldn't normally have otherwise, that's the magic. So instead of being so hyper-focused on the debt being bad, because when you focus on the debt being bad, the bad is gonna grow, right? And you just set it and let it go, set up the payment plan and just don't stress about it. And just let it ride. And eventually it's just gonna pay itself off. And eventually what you're gonna do is you're gonna do this work and you're gonna start to, be, to do the work around becoming a super attractor. And you're gonna do the work to raise your money mindset because everyone should do work around elevating their money mindset. I don't care if you believe in the Dave Ramsey way. I don't care if you believe in the Melanie Ann Lair way. I don't care if you believe in the Amanda Francis way. Whoever it is that you follow, I don't care what way you believe in it. Everyone should do this work because you're gonna grow. Okay, and so you're gonna do the work to master your mindset around money, and you're gonna slowly, over time, work quickly, however you wanna do it, start to pay off that debt, because you're not gonna think about it. You're gonna set it and you're gonna let it go, and you're gonna do the work to rewrite your money blueprint, to expand your threshold, and to grow into the person who's capable of attracting more abundance. Now, we're all worthy because we are. We don't have to do anything to receive abundance, okay? Your worth and money are not directly correlated. We've been taught that they are. So the work comes in separating the two and knowing that because your worth is infinite, your ability to receive is also infinite, okay? So you do that work. And then as you do that work, you're gonna start to attract more money and then you're gonna start to be able to pay it off over time. There was a point in my life where charging things on credit cards was all I could do. So that's what I did. And it got me to the next step in life where then I could start to make more money pay it down a little bit more, and then eventually to the next step where it was pay it down in bigger chunks, attract more money, and then the next step where it was pay things off really quickly, attract more money, and build my savings, okay? But we have to look at everything as stepping stones, and we have to be willing to do the work. You can't just focus on paying the debt down and not be willing to do the internal work, because if your story that you're telling yourself is the one that the debt is looming over you, that the $10,000 is going to control you and tear you down, that story is the one that you're going to live into. And so even when you pay that $10,000 down, if you don't do the work to heal the core wound, guess what? It's gonna come right back. That's why it's important to do this work. But eventually, my, credit, my student loans started to pay themselves off, right? Because I took the weight off of it, just like my credit card debt. Take the weight off of it. Change the story. If you have to change, if you have to like give your credit card name another name, like if you have to name your credit card, whatever college you went to because that helps you, do that. Whatever you have to do to literally change the story that you're living into around it, do that. And if you need help, shoot me a message. I got you, okay? I know it sounds woo, and I know that people are like, there's no way that this works. It works. That's the only thing that I literally changed in my life was my mindset and my belief and my money mindset. And boom, here we are, okay? Now, to elaborate <laughs> with that message and to talk about, you know, 
going through going through a divorce and racking up debt. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about the importance of taking time to heal. Money is a heart issue. I know that a lot of people aren't going to understand that correlation. How we do one area of our life is how we do all areas of our life. And if we are holding on to resentment and anger and, and inability to forgive, if there are still things in our current situations that don't feel good to us, that is taking up space in our heart. Money is a heart issue. If something is being taken up by negative space, we cannot receive within a positive, in a positive way, right? It's, it's being filled with negative space. We have to clear the negative space in order to receive the positive, right? Money is a heart issue. Being someone who has gone, now I have not gone through a divorce, but going through a separation and becoming a single mom, I can tell you it is so important to take time to heal. I don't care if you pour into self-help books. I don't care if you binge every free freaking YouTube video that you possibly can from every mentor that you look up to. I don't care if you have to go on a retreat. I don't care if you have to invest in yourself. You do it. Because when you can do the work to clear those blocks and do the work to heal, you are also going to open up space to receive. And receiving isn't just in terms of money. You are going to receive in love, in friendship, in family, in experiences, in opportunity. When you clear that space, you open yourself up to receive. And we can't clear that space if we aren't doing the work to heal. And I know that going through a separation being a mom, going through a divorce, there is a lot of trauma associated with that. So we have to do the work to heal the core wound. Because if we don't do the work to heal the core wound, we're always going to continue to repeat the same patterns that we've always lived into. Change your story, change your life. But you can't change your story until you do the work to shift the narrative, to shift the paradigm. So, that is what I have for you guys. Um, hi, Christine. Thank you so much for hopping on. If you guys have any questions, let me know. But otherwise, I wanted to make sure that I addressed that today. I'm going to go back and actually read the message just to make sure I actually answered everything that I wanted to. Tips, tricks, do you touch on that anyway? Yeah, so honestly, I think I covered it all that I wanted to cover. Um, do the work, shift the narrative around the debt, take the weight off the debt, start to look at it differently, start to be grateful for it, start to literally bring in gratitude to your debt. Because that debt has given you the opportunity to experience life that you maybe wouldn't have been able to experience if you didn't have that money readily available, right? So be grateful for that. Shift the narrative around the debt take the weight off the debt um and take yourself through that process take yourself through those three questions so why do you feel that debt is bad journal that out who told you that it was bad your parents society why do you actually feel that feel that it's bad what do you think is going to happen because you have debt and you can list good and bad right take yourself through both of it and then if you were to die tomorrow what would mean more to you having had those experiences because of the debt that you still have because guess what? as soon as you die the debt goes away like no one's required to pay that debt back okay like no it sounds morbid but it's true right or having three thousand dollars in your bank 
I'm gonna go on ahead and say you're probably gonna err on the side of experience, right? And then also taking that time to heal. Anytime we have a massive life change, we experience chaos. And sometimes that chaos comes in the form of having to take out an extra line of credit, having your entire life taken out from underneath you, right? Which is trauma. Anything that your body isn't used to that happens instantly is trauma. People that have had perfectly normal, I don't want to say normal, but normal birth experiences, their body still experiences trauma, right? Like there are people that have traumatic birth stories, right? That is trauma, but there are also people that have had perfectly normal birthing experiences, birth stories, however you want to put it, and their body still experiences trauma. Mass, big shifts in a short amount of time that your, your energy body hasn't experienced before is trauma. So big life changes, a divorce, becoming a single mom, it's trauma. Do the work to heal. Money is a heart issue. We have to clear that space. We have to heal the core wound. Because if we don't heal the core wound, we're going to continue to repeat patterns that yield us the same outcome. Change the patterns, change the outcome. Change the story, change your life. All right? Uh, Laura says, love your, or sorry, Sarah says, love your sign. Thank you. I love it too. Uh, Becca says, thank you so much. And Christine says, I'm practicing gratitude for outgoing and income, incoming money. Yes, 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 yes. Um, guys, multi-millionaires, multi-billionaires, they literally like back their loans with billions and millions of dollars. They literally like, if they make $10 billion a year, they basically like take out a loan and they live off of 5 billion and then they use the other like five or whatever to like back their loan. Like they have billions and millions of dollars of debt. I don't want to say rack it up, but like, rack it up. No, kidding. Uh, that's me being sarcastic. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not a financial expert. I don't sit here claiming to be a financial expert. I'm just literally sharing my personal experience with that. Okay? So, change your story, change your life. Love you guys. Happy Friday!